that's the easiest thing on earth is to come up with an idea. Then the second thing is the hardest thing on earth is to put it down. Who was it that said writing is the easiest thing on earth? He said, I simply walk into my study, I sit down, I put the paper in the typewriter and I fix the margins and then I turn the paper up and I bleed. That billion dollar franchise is credited to the Wachowski brothers. But African-American writer Sophia Stewart is suing Warner Brothers, the studio that released the movie, over a story she claims was used as the basis of the mega hit The Matrix. When I go to the movies and look at upon the screen, I said, oh my God, I wrote this. And I'm like, the next scene, I wrote this. What she has written is kind of like a retelling of Revelations from the Bible. I'm a visionary seer. The Oracle is based on my real life as a seer, visionary healer. Where the hell are we? You're in Zion, baby! We believe that a court or a jury will emphatically reject her claim. The Terminator Trilogy. Stewart's lawsuit contends that franchise, produced by 20th Century Fox and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, was also stolen from her. If you guys were the inventors of Facebook, you invented Facebook. We have never talked to her about settlement. I guess she's, she's telling you that we've, we've admitted that we made use of her material not true, it's not correct, it didn't happen, I don't know what else This is not over yet! I will seek Wolf Franchise Penas! But Will Sasso is fucking hilarious. Still, dude. still a god, dude. I, dude, I just wish he was in more shit, man. I think, you know how we were just talking about those other actors, Sean William Scott. Oh, yeah. Dude, Sasso has been around since he was fucking a teenager. He's seen some Hollywood shit. And you know what? He's pick, He's been able to pick and choose. Like, uh, maybe I don't want to be involved with that ritual. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> you know? Dude, he was in... Probably, I don't know if it's the either the worst movie I've ever seen or, like, it's kind of bad on purpose. Sean William Scott is in it as well. So is John Lovitz, uh, Amy Poehler. Is it the 40-year-old version? No, do you know who Wood Harris is? He was, like, Avon in The Wire. He's in uh, Oh yeah, yeah Remember yeah. the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Uh... Justin Timberlake is in this movie. Sarah Michelle Gellar's in this movie. Holy fuck. The Rock is the main character. Oh, oh, is this Walking Tall? No. What is this, dude? No, let me, let me think. I want to get all the... <laughs> I want to get everybody who's in it. This is insane. Sherry O'Terry. Oh, my God. Uh, there's this woman. I don't know her name. She's in a bunch of shit. Let me think. Let me. Oh, Mandy Moore's in it. Dude, what the fuck is this movie? 
Because now this is the fun part. Now I'm trying to think who else is in it, dude. Um, I'm probably forgetting a couple people, but... That's an right. ensemble cast there. All right, so do you remember the movie Donnie Darko? Yeah. So that guy who directed that movie... Yeah. He got all sorts of hype when that movie came out. Yeah. Obviously, that's a super bizarre, like, avant-garde type of movie. And one of the studios just said, yeah, let's give this guy $50 million and see what happens. So he made this movie called Southland Tales. And it's basically like, here's, I'm going to try and give you the plot. So (laughs) the beginning of the movie is like an opening. It's like a handheld cam footage. And it's like uh, 4th of July in Texas. And all of a sudden, you hear this big explosion, and they ru- everybody runs outside, and you see a mushroom cloud. Another block. Holy shit. Another block, dude. I'm sorry. Go. No, it's cool, dude. Another block, man. That's way more important. We're going to get story, into dude. We should get into blocks right yeah. after this story. <laughs> all right. So there's a mushroom cloud. It cuts like 10 years later. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. It's like. Complete police state, dude. Okay. That's like dystopian. Just yeah. Yeah. And there's like weird cut scenes with like what's been happening and like um you know who's in it also? <laughs> uh Booger from Revenge of the Nerds, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, like did this guy give $50 million <laughs> and go get me the most ridiculous list of people Dude. all in one room together? Um, did you ever see Vegas Vacation? Yeah, I love it. So do you remember the part where Chevy Chase keeps going to the dealer playing blackjack and he keeps losing? Yeah. That guy's in it. The, the dealer's in it. The guy from A Princess Bride. Yes. Inconceivable. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my He's in it. God. All right, so the premise is it's like a police state in the future. There's like this company who like provides energy, like hydroelectric energy or some shit. And there's this weird drug that like Justin Timberlake sells. He's like a former soldier who's also like patrolling Venice Beach with like a fucking 50 cal. <laughs> like on a, on a sw- Dude, it's the wildest shit. When did this movie come out, roughly? 2006. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, and it's just, like, the plot makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And um, The Rock has, like, amnesia. But he also may be a clone of himself or something. There's a big blimp, dude. I don't Fuck, <laughs> man. That guy. He's married to Mandy Moore. <laughs> Sean William Scott says the N-word, dude. Sean William Scott awesome. either gets cloned or has peak. a twin brother or something. Yeah. And some terrorists abduct him because he's a cop. Yeah. And they're like, convince him that he's a racist. And then he just, he follows The Rock, who's, or no, The Rock is following him with a video camera, preparing for a role, a movie role. Because he's like some famous actor. Oh, and then Sean William Scott just looks at him and he goes, something to the effect of like, I hate all ends. And then The Rock just looks at him like, and he goes, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
before The Rock identified as black. Dude, like, this movie's <laughs> wild, dude. So anyways, do you know the Cannes Film Festival? Yeah. Super prestigious. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. movie got booed. Yeah. By the crowd when it premiered there. That's really bad. <laughs> that guy probably loved it, though. Dude, Donnie, if you've seen Donnie Darko, this guy probably got that money. And maybe it was just like... You know what, man? I don't think he made anything else ever again. They probably didn't let him. They probably—that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they probably learned their lesson. They were like, "Dude, we gave you eighty million. Yeah, whatever, fifty million. This is the fuck. Fuck yeah. is this, dude? Forty million of that was Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this was before. You got to think. JT was. This is at the start of JT, dude. Yeah, man. He was just like, that. Insane. He wasn't just, even in the social network yet, man. Jesus. Christ. He was just starting out in a bunch of rom-coms with fucking Mila Kunis. And That's right. Sick, just, dude. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I forgot why we got into that, but... Well, that's nuts that... Uh, well, you were like, I don't know if that's the best or the worst movie you've ever seen. Oh, it's definitely... It sounds the, like it's, it's the worst. It's definitely not the best, but... <laughs> I don't like... I don't know if it's like tongue-in-cheek sort of bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where he yeah. also kind of knows the director. Like, this is just supposed to be bizarre. And... But yeah, Will Sasso's in it. That's what we were oh, talking Oh, that's about. it. That's it. Bring it around, baby. Yeah, Bring it Will around Will Sasso town. plays something. I don't even remember. Um, he's in like two scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar plays a porn star, dude. Jesus, dude. What a movie, dude. That's, what's it called one more time? Southland. No, don't go see it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Jesus. think it came out in theaters, though. I think it just went like straight to DVD. Because, dude, if it's like, if it is tongue-in-cheek, that would probably be the first of its kind that I've heard of since. I don't know if we've mentioned it here before, but The Matrix most recent movie oh it's not like that well let's talk about that in a second yeah no this is more just like i'm not sure like the matrix 4 i know they can make a good movie i've seen them do it this guy it's more just like is does this is this just complete shit or is he kind of fucking around with the audience's brain a little bit okay i can't tell i can't tell by watching it I get okay. That makes sense because he's because he's not the fucking Wachowski sisters that are right. backed with millions and millions right. and like <laughs> the Wachowski, Wachowski. Sibling, whatever the fuck their names are Wachowskis. They them just a couple of Polacks from Chicago, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's for real what they are, dude. Just a, gu- you know just what? a couple of and there's fucking there's nothing Polacks. you can say about that because that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, from now on, we won't say any. We'll just call them those two Polacks those from two Chicago. two dumb Polacks dude. from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that's more acceptable than... Saying anything then trying else. to figure out what to call them. Right, 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 right. But um, yeah, that the dude. Matrix Four. Matrix Four was. I'm telling you, my my theory. I, again, I don't know if we. I loved your theory, but I'm surprised you came up with this without finishing the movie. 
Because you and your brother walked out of it. Yeah. That's why I was like, that's, in, that's interesting that you thought that. Because there was a couple of scenes that you missed that kind of indicate that the whole thing was just a bit. Like that. More in the movie? Because I yes. still haven't seen the. the like, what's the last part of the movie that you saw? I think he's with Trinity at the coffee place. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's like early. I know, I know. I, this, at this point, my brother is like, we need to get the fuck <laughs> And I'm, I was in favor of like, dude, let's just give this a little bit, dude. Let's, let's just hold on. Maybe there's a cool action scene. And he's like, fuck, all right. So then we watch, <laughs> and I think, I think we saw... I've, I'm trying to remember, like the blue haired chick, right? Yeah, that chick's hot, dude. She like, there's like a door that they go up. To. It, it all, once for That's me when it registered. the movie, man. No, no, but once it fucking registered for me, where I think like they got to go, like he, he runs into Morpheus in the bathroom or something. That's the first scene, man. Is it? Oh, fuck. Yeah. What am I trying to think of? I can't even remember when we left, but. I, oh, wait. No, that's that, not the first scene. Right, right. Because okay. there's like a yeah, second yeah, yeah. part. They bring him in later. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, and he's like, you're not Morpheus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I think that's pretty much when I conceded. I was like, we got to get the fuck out. Yeah, just the concept of... I was like, they're redoing this. It's just like a fuck you and like... It's exactly Look how much was, we dude. can make off of just nostalgia and you guys hyping up a movie and we'll just, it'll just kind of be, uh, you know, whatever. Hunk of shit. Yeah. No. So but I, th- I think, I think you're right. Except for the part where, cause only one of the Wachowskis did it. Okay. One of them said, one of those that. dumb Polacks. Yeah. One of those dumb Polacks was like, nah, I'm going to go watch the fucking bulls. <laughs> instead of um, but again, I, I should say my point was. Before you keep going, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It was the point of him doing, of the point of that dumb Pollock making that movie was for like you to be like, oh, fuck, I cannot plug into the Matrix. I need to walk out of this thing. That's what I'm saying. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Whoa. Right? That's what I'm D- saying. Well, I didn't, damn, dude. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that's what you meant. That's interesting. I mean, just like walk out. This is so dumb. Like your brain should register. This is, this is dumb. You should. It was after you said, after we had that conversation about it, like, this was like, what, a year and a half ago at this point? Yeah. I was like, it was a fucking bit. Because they were going to, Warner Brothers was going to make the movie without them completely. Okay. The Wachowskis. Yeah. And one of them was like, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'll do six cool scenes. And the rest is just going to be a big fuck you to Warner Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the thing that made it clear that that's what they were doing in the movie was there's a scene with the Frenchman. You remember him from the second movie? Okay. And the Frenchman just looks like shit and he's got his goons and they're fighting each. It's like a five minute fight scene. Mm -hmm. The fight scene sucks, dude. What? The fight scene like sucks. Oh dude, you know what? Sidebar real quick. You know what really pissed me off? 
that they had Neo and Morpheus do karate again. Yeah, they were like rehashing the same shit. And saying, oh, dude. This is, this is what you want. We're just going to do the same yes. fucking scenes and make it not as good. Yes. Not as cool, not as good. Yes, dude. So then there's this battle with the Frenchman. It's in this decrepit warehouse. It's not in like the beautiful, ornate, marble fucking staircase that runs yeah. up with all the fucking shit on the walls. It's in an abandoned warehouse. Yeah. The Frenchman looks like a homeless guy. <laughs> his, his goons suck. They're not even good at fighting anymore. The twin ghosts aren't there. They're not there, dude. They're not there, no, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Uh, Speaking of the twin ghosts, if we ever go on that show I mentioned yesterday, yeah. we're dressing up as the twin ghosts. Oh, dude. my God. That'd be fucking the, the super pale white guy yeah. with dreads. <laughs> we'd, wear, we'd wear white makeup, too. With fucking dreadlocks, dude. Oh, my yeah. God. White dreadlocks, dude. And sunglasses. Yeah. Fucking amazing. The Morpheus ones, too, where there's no... Yeah, you just... <laughs> you got to glue you them on, dude. You clip them onto your fucking bridge of your nose. Um, so after that fight scene, the Frenchman says something to the effect of, like... I forget what he his actual quote was. He said, like, this would have been better, like, 10 years ago or something like that. Oh man! <laughs> it's so, what? It's literally like something like something like that. Should I look Does up? he break the fourth wall and just look no. into the? <laughs> Does he Zach Morris that shit? Dude? dude, should I look up what he actually says? <laughs> oh my god! Fuck it. Or he dude. says like he says something like that, or like uh, it's never better the second time around. Yeah, he says something like that, dude. <laughs> I think, dude. If my brother and I would have stayed and saw that, too, I think we would have just burst out laughing. Like, that's fucking insane. By the way, I got COVID in this fucking screening. (laughs) I just remembered, dude. That's where I got fucking COVID. Oh, my God, dude. This bitch across the room was coughing. I was like, God damn it, dude. (laughs) For this movie. (laughs) This bitch um, across the room's coughing, and you got COVID, dude. Fucking a. Um, yeah. So that that's basically that movie. It's just like they purposefully reshot a bunch of scenes and just made them shittier. Yeah. The plot was beyond stupid. Yeah. The ending was like. Do you remember the ending of the first one where he set he like flies for the first time? After he beats the agent for the first time, the end of the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, who knows what could happen next or something something cool like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that at the end of Matrix 4, but it's so cringe that you're just like, this is a bit. (laughs) This is a fucking bit, dude. Those two dumb Pollocks, man, may not be so dumb, dude. Jesus Christ, dude. And then there's a post credit scene. So, you know, Neo... You stuck around for this. Did you know? We knew. Okay. So we knew it was going to happen. Okay. Um, Neo and Mr. Smith are working for some video game company or whatever. Yeah, Activision. Is it literally Activision? (laughs) Oh, I... I And they start talking about those concepts that we were just discussing. Like sequels and remakes and shit and like... Wait, hold on, hold on. The post-credit 
they're in the office and it's like a team, you know, it's like their development team at like a round table, like discussing like sequels and like. Oh, so he's Thomas Anderson kind of. They're back. They're like, think they're just like back to normal in that whatever the new matrix or whatever where they were just living you know okay okay yeah yeah and yeah. their video game team is like sitting around oh, a boardroom yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. like discussing like sequels i'm like this is a bit yeah jesus christ dude yeah so that's interesting that they even i don't know I they could have made something cool I mean, th- there's so much to the Matrix. They could have made something cool. They made but a whole underground fucking like Zion and Jesus yeah. Christ story and all this other shit, dude. Like they took that story so many places in the first three movies. I think the second and third were just kind of like okay or whatever. I don't even remember them being notable, you know, other than like holy fuck, awesome fight scenes. Yeah. Like, cool shit like that but like the storyline was like all right it's at least you can follow it you know right but uh i I just think that that fourth movie was and dude i was excited for it i was like dude this could be they got you dude dude fuck that they didn't get me i walked out of that shit i think that's the masterpiece dude they got you of that fucking of that fucking polack dude I think that is what you're meant to do. And then it's, you know, like fucking in seven where he, he's wrath and you have to kill him. They got you, dude. God damn it. Banana in fucking the, got me. Banana in the tailpipe, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Say the seven thing. That's actually interesting. Sorry. No, but I mean like in seven where it's like, dude, for it to be complete, his masterpiece. Right. You have to kill. Like You got to shoot me in the head. You got to kill me. Yeah. And you're stuck in like... You're saying that that Pollock wanted you to shoot him and shoot them in the head? He's like, is this what? is so bad. <laughs> pull the so trigger, bad. dude. Pull the trigger, yes. Hey, Brad Pitt, pull the trigger. Yeah. No, don't shoot me. No. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. All right, so you just popping off the Matrix, you sent me something yesterday that I... Kind of went off the deep end on. I just kind of, I just kind of want to know your thoughts. Like what, like what did you think? I'm, of- I'm glad you went further into it because this is the extent of what I did. So at about six thirty in the morning on Saturday morning, was it Saturday? I think, or maybe it was. It was yeah, it was Sunday. It was, it was yesterday. yesterday. So my brother sends me this text, and it's a TikTok, and it's this lady. Talking about one of my favorite movies of all time. Well, not necessarily. I mean, she's talking about Terminator, and she's talking about The Matrix. Mm-hmm. It's a lady named Sophia Stewart. Is that her name? Right. And it's a 10-second thing where she's like, I wrote and came up with the concept of The Matrix and The Terminator. And let me put the pieces for you. John Connor, JC, Jesus Christ... Like, dumb shit that you're like, right, I mean, you're kind of reaching here, I get it, but like, the Matrix is like, has you plugged in, and the Matrix takes off after, or before, I can't remember if it's after or before the fucking 
Uprising of Skynet and all this shit. But she's making these connections. Yes. So the yes. very first thing that I do, because my brother is very fucking like headline. He's like, hmm? How about that? Did you see that? Did you know that? Because we can't wait to one-up each other like that. Be like, I found that out before you did, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. That's, that's wild. I'm going to check it out. So then a couple Google pages. I found the court case because she sued or there was a legal case between her <clears throat> and the people from Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. And also Fox. And Fox, respectively, yeah. for Terminator and yeah. The Matrix. In the Matrix. Because she said she claims, her claim is, they took her ideas. She had a finished story uh, that was written in 81, and she had sent it in, apparently. But uh, long story short, to get to the information you know, they both were like, lady, you're fucking nuts, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking out of her mind, dude. But there's tons, because like then I, it was just like YouTube clips that I was finding where she's like, this is my idea. I'm the mother of the Matrix. And she's like yelling at the people interviewing her like they're she's assholes for asking her questions. Like yeah. She's trumping them, dude. Oh, Big my league. God. It was making me so fucking mad. So, that, I mean, that's that's the extent. I'll, and then I text my brother. I was like, dude, maybe she wrote down a similar story. Uh, but for her to be like, your entire three movie, four, ten movie, all together concept is from my brain. You're like, come on, girl. Come on, girl. Yeah. It ain't like that, dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just say on the surface, without even me telling you anything. Yeah. For you to say that you wrote a story and that two of the most successful film franchises of all time were spawned from that story is fucking ludicrous. Secondly, those stories are not like similar. That's, that's they have similarities, but they're not similar. So did you find the original kind of what she wrote? So I couldn't find a fucking copy, but I did find bits and pieces of it. Yeah. And like, because she sent shit to NPR and um, she sent shit to the Warner Brothers lawyers. Which, which is like, dude, the fact that she went to these. They took her seriously. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Because right, like, right. they were like. Here's why they took her seriously, because she did copyright this work and she works in the legal field in some sort of form of fashion. Mm -hmm. So she wrote like a good like uh, draft to yeah. turn into like her filing was competent. Yeah. So if you're a Warner Brothers lawyer and you're like, Chip, we got to take this seriously. Like this is an actual copyrighted work. Right. OK, so it wasn't you. In me sending in a yeah. shit smear piece of paper. <laughs> what I had said was... <laughs> it's right, the... Man. Yeah, it's the fucking... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, she sends in this actual... So she files a lawsuit. Um, and they got to take it seriously. Because, like, this is a... The, I got most of the Warner Brothers kind of story of it. I don't really know the Fox Terminator shit. Maybe she... Only sued Warner Brothers. I really don't know. 
But so basically, her story is has some related shit to the Matrix. But overall, what she was trying to say is that uh, John Connor, like you mentioned, and Neo are based off of her main character. And she references, like, essentially what is called the hero's journey, which is like... Story of Christ, kind of? Dude, that's like, that's like high school creative writing shit, dude. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? You can't... Basically, what I learned is that to successfully win one of these copyright cases, you need to have a contract in place from one of these companies that says, we're paying you to write uh, something or to use your work. or And then also, you need to show that specifically, this is how this is Neo. Um, this is how, like... I wrote, like, for example, if she had wrote the exact ending where, like, him and a guy named Mr. Biff were fighting and then, like, they both died mm-hmm. and then two computer people inside the Matrix called the truce so that Zion would be saved, she might have a fucking case. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. She had nothing like that. Basically, you need to have, like, almost identical scenes and shit like that. Which would make sense. So, basically, it needs to almost be the exact goddamn thing. Here's what she did write. She wrote, like, a science fiction, like, 20-page movie treatment. It wasn't even, like, a... It wasn't, like, a short story. It wasn't a book. I remember that. They call it, like, a 45-page... Yeah, it's, it's a treatment. S- treatment? Is yeah. That, okay, okay. It just says, like, here's an outline of what's going to happen. Here are the main characters. This is what the movie's about. Yeah. So that's what she wrote. And um, she was shopping this around to the various studios in the 80s. No, everybody's like, whatever. Like, um, so in the 90s, this was her, this is kind of where she may have had a shot in her lawsuit. So she answered an ad in like the Hollywood Reporter, one yep. of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was, hey, submit, we're working on a comic book project. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking for people to submit ideas. We're willing to work with you and develop into uh, an idea for a comic book and then blah, blah, blah. And she claims that the people who placed this ad were the Wachowskis. Yeah. And that she sent it out to them and that they stole her idea. Yeah, I saw that part. So there is no proof that she ever sent this in, that the Wachowskis ever placed this ad. Mm. She might have sent it in for something else and then just made this up. It might have actually happened. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, her story is just too vaguely related to The Matrix. The two things that were similar were that her main character dressed in all black. And um, at one point, one of the bad guys in her story called him, he's the one. I thought the title was The Matrix or something. No. The or The t- Third Eye? Third Eye. The third eye of the Matrix? No. So she released her 45-page treatment and all her court filings as a book in 2006 after the lawsuit ended. Jeez. And that's what's for sale online. Oh. So I God. scoured the internet looking for that. Yeah. Here's what's interesting. I listened, you know, NPR's website's actually kind of cool. Okay. 
I pulled up an article from 2006, mm-hmm. and there's a little button. You can just have somebody narrate it. They like hire hire somebody to narrate all their articles. Holy shit! All the way back to 2006. Yeah, I was like, that's fucking sick. Yeah. So I listened to this article, um, and uh, they're just talking about the lawsuit, and they interview one of the Warner Brothers lawyers, and they have the actual soundbite. Holy shit. And he's going like, look, like, you know, I'm doing a bunch of things I shouldn't be doing. First of all, I'm talking to you guys. He's like, secondly, uh, I'm going to answer that question. They asked him, has there been any settlement offers? He's like, no lawyer would ever do this, but we have not even thought of sending her a settlement offer. He's like, we are so prepared and so confident that if we go to trial, we're going to win. We would never offer her a settlement. Yeah. And then he's like, we have asked her on multiple occasions to send us proof of any of her claims, and she has failed to do so. Damn. Yeah. Um, so basically, and here's the thing. This shit happens all the time in Hollywood. Oh, for sure. For sure. Most and recent one was Stranger Things. Oh, really? That's interesting. Some dude who made a short film... Uh, who met those two guys who created Stranger Things before they got famous, they were like, hey, man, we liked your short film. We should work together on something. And then the next thing you, this, this short filmmaker knows, they're making Stranger Things. He's like, oh, what the fuck? And he's claimed that part of his short they ripped off for their thing. I've never seen it. So the upside down. Either. Yeah, I've never seen I don't, it. I don't know what that means, but. Yeah, I've never seen it. And I couldn't find the short film online. I did see a trailer. It just looked like a weird science fiction thing. Is that so? Is know. that a intellectual property though? Is that what you call that? Like where you? Yeah, it's like it's copyright. Like, right. Like when you copyright something. Yeah. But let me tell you about an example of somebody who did win one of those lawsuits. Damn. So, coming to America, classic. What? Classic, dude. It's amazing. Paramount Pictures hires this guy in the eighties. Okay. They say, hey. What do you got? Like he's like, oh, I got this idea of. Um, he wipes the coke from his nose. Yeah, he he's like, listen, bro, here's what I got. <laughs> he's like, listen, Don, as in Don Simpson, head of Paramount. He's like, this is what I got, bro. There's just a revolver on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta paint a picture, baby. Yeah, dude. We gotta paint a picture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you think this title sucks? No, it's great. I love that we can work on cocaine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so Paramount Pictures hires this guy. And I go, what do you got? And he goes, well, I got this story of like this African king who visits Washington, D.C. And uh, like a bunch of shit happens. I don't remember. But basically, he gets lost from his attache and ends up in the hood. Yeah. And ends up living with some woman. Okay. So basically, it's like the plot of coming to America, but it's slightly different. Right. So he writes them Minus like... Minus the romantic angle, basically. He ends up marrying the woman. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So he hands in like five drafts. They never make the movie. Two years later, they make Coming to America, and they give the entire script and story credit to Eddie Murphy. So this guy's like, dude, what the fuck? Like... Damn. So he sues him. And Paramount tried to say, this is what they tried to say. They said, 
So even though the movie made $300 million at the box office, we didn't make a profit. And the judge was what? like, and the, yeah, they, that's where the term Hollywood accounting like first became popular. Oh, my God. The judge goes, yeah, good one, dude. Yeah. You owe him a shitload of money. <laughs> so they settled with the guy. Do we know this guy's name? Yeah, yeah, I have it. He's, oh a, Pul- he's a Pulitzer Prize winning author. That's incredible, uh, dude. For you to be able to like come up with something. Art, Art Buchenwald. He's just a white guy, too? I, yeah, Dude, it sounds well, like a white guy, right? Right, right, right. But I wonder, how does, like, see, because then how does, Eddie Murphy obviously didn't get involved with that, right? I wouldn't think No, so. but yeah. the director of the movie, John Landis, had worked with this other guy to try and develop this movie. And then two years later, he just did it with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> so, damn. So dude. this guy could prove it, is my point. Yeah, yeah. And he had multiple drafts. But he also, what's interesting with that guy, from what you're telling me, is like he actually had connections with these people. Exactly. Like he already was in Hollywood. He could prove all this. Right. He already yeah. was in Hollywood, which for the first two that we were just talking about, they're just like crazy writers. You know what I mean? The Stranger Things guy was, he about, have- he was about to go to trial and he dropped it. Because his lawyers were like, dude, you're not going to win. Like, so he made a statement that was literally like, I now know that it was like he was reading a fucking uh, ransom note or something. Dude. Yeah, there's a gun to his yeah. head. <laughs> so I think, I think they might have given him some money and Under made him say that statement. Sure. That's what I think for that one. Because Stranger Things is somehow like just a massive thing. I mean, I yeah. think it's more trigger or more towards young adults. Right. You know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, I don't know. Didn't they like also stop filming because of COVID? And then like it's a bunch of 13, 14 year old kids. And then they all became 16 and 17. And it's supposed to be in like the same. <laughs> so all these kids that's funny, just dude. Like <laughs> one kid's six five, dude. Like that's hilarious. That's what I had heard. And there's some kid with some weird fucking disease. He looks like a fucking teddy bear faced kid. Really? It's, it's weird, man. That is weird. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never seen the show. I just know when they were accepting the award, the main guy who's playing the that like badass Santa Claus that movie that's coming out, right? He like gave some acceptance speech where they said it was like anti-Trump, but I think he was just being. Just, he didn't really mention Trump at all, but he was being real lefty about his like. He like took the mic shocker, away. dude. Yeah, he took the mic away from the kids basically. What? Like, oh my god! Uh, I need uh, my platform to. It was weird. God, shut up, dude. Yeah, but that's crazy that that chick, that lady. She, uh... The Matrix Lady. The Matrix Lady. Yeah, a couple more. Th- Let's just see if I missed anything here. Um, I wonder if her only thing was like... You oh, look- yeah. By the way, also, she claimed she won that $4.5 billion lawsuit. She didn't win shit, dude. Yeah. She's like, I won the judgment. They awarded me $4.5 billion. No, they did not. You would not be talking to a guy... With 200 viewers on the video. Like, dude, you would be on a beach somewhere. Yeah, I can also see that we from here, okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> dude, this lady, I can guarantee she's out of her she, fucking mind. Dude. I can guarantee she almost certainly lost that case too because she was like, uh, "I am the oracle." Okay, like she just stood. She up. did say that in an interview. I, Are I you li- fucking? So kidding? I listened to an interview for like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had to turn it off. I found this interview on archive.com, you know, Internet Archive, mm-hmm. and it's some bizarre show. The show was, the record. I think it might be a radio show, because yeah. it was like three and a half hours long. Yeah. Um, she says the Oracle is based on her life as a visionary, a seer, a shaman, and a healer. Uh, her work deals with metaphysics and spirituality. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she was saying some wild, some wacky stuff, dude. Yeah. As soon as I saw her, I was like, <laughs> she, if the, any of this is Dude, true. she had on those, like, glasses you wear after you get, like, LASIK surgery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, you know who she looked like? She looked like the female John McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, in an underground yes. fucking yeah, layer. Man. Like, I shouldn't be talking about this, but here's the truth. It's just promoting her next bitcoin her, her next altcoin dude yeah i mean has she written anything well that's just it dude if you're that good of a write, write something else yeah. man yeah leverage that into an opportunity like yeah the fact that she didn't and she still holds because this goes back to 19 i am the mother of the matrix yeah yeah yeah. she yeah. kept saying that too <laughs> well i think that's what she re- released the that book is or something. It says Mother of the oh, Matrix. Oh, so I forgot this whole part. So there's a conspiracy angle to all this. Okay. So there's another comic book author who wrote this comic called The Cyphermen. Okay. And this is actually kind of confirmed that the Wachowskis actually got these, these comics. Who was it written by? This guy, Paul something. Okay. I don't remember. It's not important. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. But just know, like, this is the other angle of maybe this guy's getting fucked out of. Yeah. But again, I don't know, dude. Yeah. I wasn't there. The Wachowskis are fucking weird. But it's, it's, I mean, what else have they made other than The Matrix? Uh, Bound. I've seen Bound. It's got Joey Pants, dude. Is that the, oh no, I was thinking Mudbound. That's, uh, Bound. It's, Joey Pants plays a Chicago gangster, and his girl, him and his girlfriend live across the hall from Gina Gershon, dude. <laughs> and Gina Gershon starts diking out with his girlfriend, and they rob him. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, that cover alone looks like a total fucking... So that's the first movie they made. It looks like two Polacks came up with this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude. And then just like, you know, basically what happens... Jennifer Tilly, dude. Yeah, that Jennifer Tilly. That's voice her on that fucking broad. Jesus. <sighs> so yeah, that was the first movie they made. They made Speed Racer. Oh, they did. I remember that. And they made Cloud Atlas. Oh, the true, true. Yeah, I've never seen it. And then... Yeah, they just like made weird shit. I can't remember, dude. They might have made something else. Oh, so... Wait, 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 wait. 
We got to go back to that crazy lady. <laughs> so the conspiracy theory is that. So this other guy writes this comic, The Cypherman. Uh-huh. And I looked for this fucking thing, too. I couldn't find it. Yeah. Apparently, the ideas in this are much more true to what the Matrix, like they may have ripped off a couple of things from this. Okay. Where they would have at least needed to give the guy a little bit of credit. Yeah. So he was going to sue Warner Brothers. The conspiracy theory is that Warner Brothers goes to this crazy lady and says, hey, sue us, but do it on behalf of us. Like, we'll pay for all your court filings and shit. Okay. Okay? And we'll clog up the court system because he cannot sue us until your claim is over with. That's just how copyright shit works. Okay, okay. And by the time her claim was over with and her case was settled, yeah. the statute of limitations had gone up and this guy couldn't sue the Warner Brothers anymore. Jesus Christ. That's the conspiracy theory. So there is, I mean, there is an angle where Warner Brothers actually did fuck some people. Yeah. But I, I don't know. That man. has to happen every fucking day. I think it goes both ways. I think these big companies, of course, they don't want to pay yeah. some asshole. Right. But then also, some asshole probably just files 20 lawsuits a fucking year saying he wrote, you know, The Godfather. I don't know. Yeah, right. You know right, what right. I mean? Well, the, the two Polacks, too, were also part of V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Did they uh, make that? Here's the thing. V for Vendetta was a comic book. Right. And then I think they did the screenplay on it. Not like... Oh, they just wrote it. That's cool. Right, right. That was a cool movie. Yeah. I love that movie. I think people take it really weird when you're in your like mid-20s and angry at the government for the first time. They're like... Yeah, man. Shave my fucking head, man. Yeah, man. Let's join Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... I, like, let's fuck. get teaching jobs and throw milkshakes at people. Yeah, dude, did you, I we're saw, all black. I, man. Saw, I saw something about these uh, protesters, feminist protesters, ruining art for some reason. Yeah, but they didn't. There's a fucking protector on that, dude. Those dumb bitches. <laughs> they don't just hang art without a like a fucking shield over it. I don't know. I, but whatever reason, I was like, "You fucking how idiot!" Do you guys no, I got super pissed when I saw that, dude. How do you get to that level of just that's just dumb. delusion? Yeah, you're just a dumb person. Oh, fucking my God. dumb bitch, dude. <laughs> it was the like circus podcast. We love women here, okay? We really do. Yeah, but, just not those two idiots. Not those two idiots. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> There's a fucking short. Oh, my God. Um, I was going to say about that, that Matrix lady, though, too. Right. The Terminator side yeah, of Yeah, and stuff. then, the, I, I mean, we didn't even talk about the Terminator. Yeah. How delusional do you have to be to think your story, I said it earlier. Like, come on. And I can't, fuck, I can't remember if which one is before the other. Like, technically, if it's. At, no, it would have to be before. So, like, Terminator, all the stuff that happens to John Connor, uh, what's her... And, and, dude, I mean, then she makes, like, these religious fucking connections, too, and you're like... Yeah. 
lady, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, if she's saying John Connor, Jesus Christ, and what's her name? Sarah Connor is like the Virgin Mary because she doesn't, like, the father is not around. Or the but father. she's also Sarah Connor the, yeah. and the Oracle. <laughs> fucking... As soon as I saw this lady, I go, oh, it's the Oracle. She thinks she's the yeah. Oracle. But, uh, yeah, man. Dude, imagine just, like, having to talk to that woman, like, actually meeting her and, like, sitting next to her on a plane. Or, like, you go meet your girlfriend's parents for the first time, and that's her mom. Oh. And you just sit down for dinner and, like, you know, people get up, start clearing plates or whatever, and you're just sitting next to her, and she goes... You know, I wrote The Matrix. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me? And she goes, I'm the Oracle. And I wrote The Matrix. Also, I'm Sarah Connor. <laughs> I wrote The Terminator as well. Look, man. You're just like, <laughs> there are a few things that would make me excuse myself going to a bathroom and squeeze my fat ass out of a window. <laughs> that would be one of those fucking things. I, I think your your first question after that would be like, so you adopted your daughter, right? <laughs> You're not actually related. Yeah, you don't have a tackle box full of prescription drugs and medication, yeah. do you? Anything like that. That's not genetic, a genetic trait that you guys fucking have. Yeah, man. Dude, look at this fat fuck lineman in motion. Oh, he fucking killed that guy. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, that was pretty sick. <laughs> Holy shit. And they went for two. They're like, fuck it, we're going for two. Um Yeah, so that I don't know. <laughs> like, I just thought that was so fucking funny. You texted me that at like, I don't know, nine in the morning. Yeah. By noon, dude, I was four articles deep. I was just like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Yeah. I texted my brother. I was like three three Google pages deep right now, dude. I'm, I'm figuring out. The, I'm getting to the bottom of this. Yeah. Um, I fucking love Terminator. I mean, Terminator yeah, don't, is the shit. You can't tarnish that fucking yeah, shit, dude. dude. Even if James Cameron... Don't tell me that you wrote Terminator and James Cameron didn't write it. All right? <laughs> Don't tell me that, dude. You know, for the longest, his story of how he came up with that was he had a nightmare. I believe it, dude. That's how he said it. He was like, I had a nightmare where it was a skeleton, but it was made of fucking metal. And it was, and I'm like, that's, I can, I see that. I can get that. Yeah. And then he just came up with the rest. Yeah. Like afterwards. Yeah. But dude, did you know that he was married to fucking Sarah Connor? He's married to her too. Yeah, well, he's been married like six times. <laughs> <laughs> he's married not, to Catherine Bigelow, dude. Not one of them lasted longer than four, six years, something like that. But his what's mom, her name? That actress? She's great, by the way. She is. I, I fucking never remember. She's just Sarah Connor, dude. I mean, she's. Dude, how about how about talk about a run that James? I think James Cameron might have gone on. Arguably the most successful run of movies in Hollywood history, dude. In terms of blockbusters. In terms of everything, dude. Because here's what I'll, Yeah, of course, block like money-wise, yeah, hands down. Are you saying... In terms of quality of the movies, too. Okay. I'm, I'm saying all aspects of the film business. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Linda Hamilton's that. Linda chick, Hamilton, yeah. By the way, but uh, what's it, that? What's that movie he made? Um, where they go to the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, dude, I I've never seen that, but I really want to fucking. It's a see cool that. fucking movie, dude. Dude, his his filmography is not that long. I I know he only Fuck. makes. And but here's where it kind of ends, dude. Like Avatar. He waited ten years to make a sequel, dude. I don't know what to tell you, and I don't know if you it's know over, this already, dude. folks. Maybe you're hearing it for the first time. There's going to be an Avatar four. Yeah, I know. He made them all at once, or he's making them all at once. He's just getting on the Marvel like uh, business. Highest grossing movie of all time, dude. Yeah, Avatar. Yeah, just why not? Didn't that come back out? It came back already. Yeah. Or has so. that happened yet? I think it came out in September or something. So when is Avatar 2 out? <clears throat> uh, it's called Avatar The Way of Water. Stupid. Stupid. Uh, oh, fuck. It is Avatar 2, 3, and 4. Oh, dude. What a, he's just going to die a fucking billionaire. He's 68 years old. What are you gonna do? Just with all make that? one more Terminator. What dude. are you? Yeah, <laughs> no shit. All these Terminators dude, that have come out after you had T2. Christian Bale signed on to be John Connor. Oh and my you couldn't, God! You couldn't, you couldn't step in and say, "Hey, you know what? Why don't I at least take a look at the script?" Yeah, oh, I'm not gonna make the movie, but you're so right, dude. God damn it, dude. T fucking two, and he was out, dude. And then everything from the rest of that. Was fucking unwatchable. I think the one with Christian Bale is probably watchable. Oh my god! The first like forty minutes are pretty cool. I think, I and then it's just like this sucks. Yeah, T yeah. three was horrible. I don't uh, think I saw it. That's the one where the rockets actually launch, right? Uh, I don't. It's the one with the woman, the first woman, uh, who's uh, a smoke show. I don't think I've seen that. And then the most recent one was also another woman. She that, was a good guy, though. She was a good guy, yeah. Uh, Genesis, the one, the guy from fucking, I hate that actor. I can't remember his fucking name. But, dude, he had Christian Bale, dude. They could have just, you could have just looked You couldn't at have, like, script. gave it a once-over, dude. God damn, dude. Hey, Jim. Jimmy. Why don't you just uh, take a set visit, dude? No yeah. pressure. Just, like, get him in the room. So get him around the shit, dude. His first you got to trick him, dude. Yeah. He's like a fucking dog. You got to trick him. <laughs> just get him in the room, dude. Like, how do these executives not have a plan, dude? Yeah. His first movie was... His first directed movie was Piranha 2. And then they just go up to the other director. They're like... You're going to be fired by the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Piranha 2? Piranha 2, The Spawning. 1982. Oh, that was his first, like, he's like, I got to do this movie. It's my way out of the business. Right, right. Then it was Terminator, Aliens. Never seen The Abyss before. The Abyss, that's what it's called. That's a good movie. Terminator 2, True Lies, Titan. Dude, holy shit. I mean, you're not wrong now that I'm seeing this. Uh, dude, True Lies. That's so. That's such a left out of left field. Like, I know. 
Arnold just wanted to make an action comedy, dude. Yeah, no shit with Tom Arnold. <laughs> a coked out. Tom Arnold will be my CIA handler. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, dude. In Titanic. Yeah, dude. Him and him and Tom Arnold were just doing blow in, a, in the Viper Room bathroom. <laughs> 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 This is great, Tom. <laughs> Tom, I like you. I like I'm you a lot. I'm gonna be governor. I can. I promise. <laughs> and then he just fucking <clears throat> snuck a script into his his jacket coat pocket, dude. <laughs> he just wrote. He crossed out the his name and wrote James Cameron at the top, dude. Written by James Cameron. <laughs> God, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. Fucking A. Yeah, James Cameron has had a a sensational run. Yeah, man. 68 years old. He really only has like less than 10 movies. Fucking bangers though, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. So uh Yeah, man. That's all I got in the Matrix. You want to take a little pause here, okay? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs>